0: Podcast. podcast un podcast para ti y para mi tamarindo podcast is your host
1: luis octavio
0: and brenda gonzalez and we are your socially conscious talk show with a latino vibe we are amigos talking politics food music and life Welcome. Claro sí.
1: what's up listeners of the tamarindo podcast this is producer jeff Luis and Brenda are out getting me tacos right now while I finish the episode, and so I took over the mic. On this episode, you're going to hear Luis and Brenda talk about adventures in real life and on SoundCloud. You're going to hear some well-deserved chanclas, as always. And more importantly, we have Charisse Delgadillo from Latino Rebels here talking about dating in the modern world while being a badass chingona. So enjoy the episode and thank you so much for listening. We love you and enjoy. Oh yeah, one more thing. If you guys see Luis and Brenda with my tacos out there, send them back because I'm hungry. Bye. No need to ask. He's smooth operations.
0: What's up? We're back again. We got we got neighbors, so don't mind the drums next door. What's up, Luis? What's new with you? ¿Qué pasa?
1: You know, um, so I've, I've been a fan of like SoundCloud, obviously, for for obvious reasons, because that's where people can find our podcast. But in exploring it a little bit more, I've realized that when I research, or when I, not when I research, but when I search for songs, um, the song will come out, and then other songs similar to that will come out, similar to Pandora, But it will give you mixes of other DJs that have produced a mix for the song that I'm looking for, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So
0: what what cool mixes have you stumbled across? I
1: love Amigos Invisibles. I don't know if you guys out there know Amigos Invisibles, but... I've happened to see them. Um, I've seen them a total of 10 times. Oh,
0: my gosh. I love
1: Amigos Invisibles. If they're ever in your town, definitely they're worth going to go see. Um, and so uh, I just put Amigos Invisibles and then a, a whole bunch of different uh, DJs that have made mixes similar to uh, Jaime Prado. You know how, how, how he did that for uh, Bomba Stereo? Um So songs like that. and And they're pretty freaking awesome. And I've discovered a lot of great artists as well.
0: Super cool. So, yeah, that's awesome. What's going on.
1: That's amazing. ¿Y tú? ¿Qué onda? ¿Qué pasa
0: okay, what is new with me? Uh very busy at work. Oh my gosh, so incredibly busy, traveling, flying everywhere. I I do want to say I think I don't know if I shared with our listeners, but I'm super excited because this this Halloween Producer Jeff and I, I don't know if our listeners know, but Producer Jeff is my husband. He's so cute. <laughs> so Producer Jeff and I are going to go to uh, Mexico City. We're going to get to do um, the Halloween in Mexico City, and then we're going to go to Dia de los Muertos in Oaxaca. It's going to be so oh, much nice. fun. I cannot wait. So it'll be super exciting. So hopefully we'll be able to take the, the podcast on the, on the road and, and do a little bit of uh, highlights from the road. Should be fun Luis is maybe gonna go with us
1: Maybe Yeah, he's looking into it
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well we should dive right into our show We're super excited We're gonna have uh, Sharice Delgadillo
1: From Latino Rebels From Latino
0: Rebels But super excited We're gonna talk a little bit about podcasting and all that But more exciting We're gonna talk about dating in the modern age And we've got some of the the things that um, folks have submitted Some of their situations and, and thoughts So yeah, let's discuss Um, our friend, Charisse Delgadillo from Latino Rebels. Woo-hoo!
1: Welcome. Yeah.
0: Hello. Hello. So we want to know, how is it that you're um, involved with Latino Rebels? And what
2: are you up to these days? Uh, so with Latino Rebels, um, I am the co-host of the Latino Rebels radio show, mm-hmm. um, which is a weekly podcast uh, that we do live every Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. There's my plug. Yes. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> actually, you, were, you just recorded right before coming here, right?
0: Yes
1: That's yeah. yes, exactly.
2: a champion It's Sunday night everybody It warm, is We're working hard So um, And with the host and founder Julio Ricardo Varela Who's the founder of LatinoRebels.com So we do that on the weekly So that's what I've been doing for them For about two and a half years And I've written some articles for them I'll throw up some Instagram You know content up there And yeah that's what I do That's awesome Damn that's so cool. on
1: the weekly Yeah For two and a half years I like. Know.
2: Yeah, Matraca.
1: Matraca yeah, for Matraka. you and oh everybody my. at <laughs> Rebels. Yeah. <laughs>
2: You guys need to get a matraca. Why? I didn't even see that <laughs> <brilliant>. <laughs> <laughs> know,
1: You guys that? should have seen her eyes. They just wide open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called?
2: Matraca? <laughs> matraca, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Oh, that's how we do uh, That's our shout-out here at the Marina <laughs> yeah. podcast. Well, yeah. um, we're so happy to have you here. And Thank we you. were lucky to get connected to you because we were on on Latino Rebels. It was super yes. fun. We actually called in a couple times, so we really appreciate like the very approachable
2: uh, uh, way of people to engage in that show which is live we yeah. loved having you guys on our show Aww. you guys were so much fun and lively <laughs> cause sometimes you know we've been covering so much about the elections and then you know it very it's, serious uh. And, uh, and sometimes we're just like okay we need some like people that can like just like lift up our spirits because you know? <laughs> <So weirdly>, <laughs> obviously cool. this election has been very dire <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you know what I think is really cool that you've been able that you guys had couple twice already was this Marcos Gutierrez guy
2: because like
0: to get him when he blew up you know with the tacos trucks on every corner guy you know what do you you guys think about him like is
2: he is he irrelevant What is he relevant gosh you know what so I would say that I was there for the first time we interviewed him not the second time so we interviewed him what about three four five six months ago When you know before he went on MSNBC Mm -hmm. um, and he was just ridiculous I'm sorry he just was making just very weird connections about the height there has been an increase in crime in the United States and there has been. An increase in immigration. Must and then, be correlation. So in more, taco eating. Yeah. And <laughs> so, you know, I got really into it with him. Like, okay, so what's your correlation? And first of all, do we even know that's true? Right? Because we've heard that there's been a decrease yeah, in there's been a decrease. immigration like, from people from Mexico. So, and so, you know, so I'm just like calling him out because obviously, you know, I'm a journalist. So it's just like, well, how do you know that that hasn't even been in correlation with, say, you know, Domestic violence, you know, you know, whatever, whatever it is, what's the correlation that says that's directly with has to do with immigration. So, you know, so we went at it and he just was all crazy. And then afterwards, like, (laughs) Julio and I were like, oh, my God, I can't believe we just like had this guy on for like 20 minutes. Oh, my gosh. And then afterwards, you know, we see him on MSNBC with taco trucks on every corner. Like, oh, God forbid, you know, if. Trump doesn't build a wall. There's taco trucks on every corner. And then after that. The worst argument ever because that sounds delicious. So he's with Latinos for Trump. And I think like Julio found out that he's like some real estate guy, but he really isn't. There's something kind of shady going on with about about him. Oh. Yeah, there's something <laughs> kind of shady about him. And then afterwards, um, Julio decided to have him on again for the podcast after the MSNBC to kind of like talk about like what do you mean like taco trucks on every corner? Yeah, so, I was get trying it. I <laughs> was taco, yeah. talk yeah. about it. Talk about <laughs> it. Yeah. So uh, you know that that uh, Julio interviewed him for that. I wasn't on that call. Call back, but yeah it was really funny just to kind of see this guy on msnbc when we had interviewed him like three four months ago yeah. we're like is this guy like on tour or something like <laughs> does he really think well, that he what he's talking about is serious and then what was really sad if you really think about it it's how sad of an individual he is because if you see some of his online videos yep. he talked there's so much like self-hatred and like self-shame and what he's talking about. Like we are a dominant culture and, you know, look at me, I've had six children and I'm going to talk about myself as if though I was still Mexican. It's like, what are you just really like,
0: something's
1: wrong with that guy. Something's really
2: wrong with this guy. There's a lot of like self-hatred issues there. And you know what? I think I walked away from the first time when I, when, when I interviewed him before he was on MSNBC was that He's saying that Trump is bringing to light an issue that he hasn't heard has been brought to issue before, which is that there is an immigration. We have a broken immigration system, Mm -hmm. right? There's a lot of um, illegal immigration happening um, and people are dying at the border. And it's funny the way I took it was that, you know, Trump is talking about these things. Right. But maybe this is the first time that, you know, the middle America is hearing that. This is an issue when I'm here on the West Coast and immigration issues have been something that, you know, I've been aware of Constant, since, constantly, I mean, mm-hmm. I, yeah. my family were my family immigrated here and um, you know, when I was in college there was a fight against like Prop 187 and L, you know, in in Los Angeles and um against, you know, with Pete Wilson and trying to say that like children that who don't have documents can't even go to attend public schools and um, you know, so it's just something, and you know, you hear of organizations like the Dreamers. And um, so to me, I was like, wow, like, so there's a lot of our movement that hasn't really been brought to the forefront that provides, you know, logical solutions when it comes to this immigration debate. Mm-hmm. And, but yet, you have a lot of people that maybe, you know, don't know about these organizations. And are hearing Trump speak for the first time that the immigration system is broken, and they're just following and believing that yeah, well, his solutions like, are the solution, right? Which is like, yeah, it's just horrible. It's like you know, human rights violations left and right. Yeah, yeah. I think mean, yeah,
0: I think that I think maybe Trump and the and the and the Marcos of the world are tapping into, or not the world the United States. Yeah. I guess are tapping into these these communities that are they they're, they're, the, the introduction of the of the. Um, Blossoming Latino community is very new to them, so it's just the, the the not knowing how to react, but hearing this guy elevating what they're kind of seeing, like my my new neighbors, like so. I, yeah. yeah, I think it's tapping into this like these people that, unlike people in the, in the in the Southwest that have been familiar with the issue and the struggle for much longer, have been able to develop the ability to empathize. It's a lot newer to middle right. America. And, you
2: know, there's a long, you know, we, we have a lot of long established um, communities out here. You know, now we have a lot of people that are like college educated, people that are running nonprofits, you know, advocacy groups. And I was just like, wow, like it kind of made me realize what, what I've been kind of taken for granted, not in taking for granted, but what's a normal conversation amongst like my friends and my peers out here in the Southwest is, is not something that obviously exists out in, you know, the Midwest or say, for example, like the Flint, like we also reported on like the the Flint water crisis um, and how there is a lot of uh, undocumented people that are being, you know, affected uh, by the by the water contamination because they are there are no resources for them for this message For them to be received in Spanish, Mm, right? So, and you're just thinking to yourself, like, wow, that's how low-resourced these Latino communities are out there. They're just really fending for themselves, like in the middle of nowhere, like where there's just really no resources or systems or programs. Um, for them to kind of help them, you know, integrate themselves in their community. So it kind of and here out in the Southwest, it's not that it's easy, but like you know, automatic things would be in English here. and Spanish. Yeah, like, no, no you know? thought about it. So it kind of makes me realize, like, yeah, well, you know, for other people, you know, they might just see like Latinos and just assume like, oh, my God, they're a bat It's a brown guy. Like, he's dangerous, yeah. you know, yeah. like xenophobia. There's a lot of xenophobia. So. Lots yeah. of think, lots of serious stuff. Well, yeah. you
0: know, uh, I know that there's the Latino Rebels tackles a lot of serious things, and, and we we try when we
2: can, but we also pretty are pretty funny and lighthearted. <laughs> and things. That is awesome. Yeah, because you know, we've we like, been covering <laughs> like a lot of. I mean, we all, everyone at Latino Rebels has a great sense of humor, but we just. Cover this hardcore stuff, you know? Yeah, there's so, it's so, so much fun to going be on. here and talk about. What are we going to talk about? Well, <laughs> <laughs> here's the okay. intro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we
0: we thought that would be really fun because um, um, Charisse, uh, we become friends on Facebook, and yeah. I, I've seen a couple of your posts, at <laughs> my my which are very similar, <laughs> very similar to what a lot of my single friends struggle with. And, and just obviously, you're uh, you're you're super successful. You're doing amazing things. You're okay. very smart. And um, I have a lot of single friends in the same that are also very smart that are struggling so much to date in, in Southern California. So we thought it might be Jesus. fun. And we asked a lot of our listeners to tell us like some of their dating woes that I, we thought it would be fun to kind of like explore that topic together. So I don't know. Luis, do you have friends that struggle with this?
1: Well, yeah, all the time. I think we all have these friends, right? And just like Brenda mentioned in our last podcast or two podcasts ago, um, there, there should be a way of meeting people that you know that you are interested in, or and that will be interested in you, right? So, what do you do for dating? What's what's your what are some of your advice?
2: I don't know. I would say I cannot. First of all, I'm not going to give advice.
1: <laughs> <Because> <laughs> Let's just talk about how it is. Like how? Is
2: yeah. It? Let me talk about how it is. Well, like gosh. Well, I'm uh, well. I'm single. I'm in my mid thirties, and I'm still single. And I've dated plenty. And you know, I don't know what's going on with guys these days. I don't know how they're being raised to taught or treat women or what's going on. I. It's really frustrating because I find myself. Um, You know, I I tend to date within my race. You know, I tend to date a lot of Latino men, Mm -hmm. Mexican men, uh, Latino American, immigrant or Spanish speaking. Like, you know, you know, we're we have our own diaspora. Um, So I I date within that. And um, it's just like bomb after bomb after bomb after (laughs) bomb. All men are... Failing us. (laughs) Well, you know, I might have some... It's
0: tough. Yeah, it's tough. So this is very fascinating. I think you guys will find this fascinating because... um, So people... I've heard a couple perspectives from Latino men, and and this is what they had to say. Cool. One young man, he's young, so he's a lot younger. He's probably like a decade younger than all of us in this room. Mm -hmm. But it was very interesting. So he basically said that... Um, that men and women, men today, men today are are they are raised with like this this mom telling them that baby that like their moms baby them, and then mom says you and you must respect women at all costs respect 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 and that that he feels like he's programmed to respect so much that sometimes he's insecure about making that move and then that's read as not interested and so therefore like nothing solidifies. So that was very interesting. I thought that like that this fear of not offending is making guys insecure. And so I thought that was a very that interesting like perspective.
2: Maybe
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's got someone living to do. I'm not saying do. him
2: specifically, but that is not the thread that I've experienced in my dating career. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> the respect? I respect you too much? Uh, that's not the yeah, thread? Yeah, I wish. I wish. You know, I don't know what it is. I think that... Uh, well, I would say this. It, it Probably in my 20s uh, my, and... You know, throughout my 20s, I think I tended to date, Um you know, here in Southern California, I tended to date kind of like the more activist, artist uh, guys. Yeah. Um, And because you think that, you know, they are socially conscious, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of us that grew up, you know, working class and, you know, probably saw some machismo in our household and now you know, we're going to college and we're like more woke and, you know, we're trying to fight for equality. And, you know, you have a lot of these guys that are just like, yeah, yeah, equality, equality. And I'm not saying that they're not about that, but when it comes to like their treatment of women is just like, that goes out the door somehow out the door. All of a sudden they're just like playing girls and lying to girls. And it's just, and it's just very hypocritical. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like that was some of like the issues with, with some of the Latino and like brown men that I was dating probably in like my twenties now and maybe it might have to do with the circles that I move with. Now I feel like in my thirties and I'm more into my career, it's like, I'm still kind of surrounded by more media people, whether they're like journalists or whether they're like producers Um, and you know, these are college graduated men, um, you know, they're, you know, respected, they're well liked, um, they're talented. I mean, I'm not going for losers here, you know know I mean? Like, I mean, I'm not saying that about like my men or my people in my community or anything like that. That's not the point, but what I've really come to deal, come across with is a lot of like narcissism. Oh, yeah. It's just the narcissism is really, really bad. It's like all of us. It's like there's something that they didn't overcome in their early development when, you know, and I've read about narcissistic people about, um, you know, this need for like survival and this like me, 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 me. You know, because maybe they were neglected somewhat when they were young, and all these things. I mean, I'm not, a, you know, I'm not, I'm not a therapist. Yeah. So I can't give those kind of deep evaluations, but I've got, I've gone through like my YouTube healing <laughs> of, like, of like you know overcoming narcissistic relationships. When you're just like, dude, what the fuck was that? You know, I like, I just just sucked the life out of me. You know, or it was all about him all the time, and. You know, and it's just kind of like mental, you know, but yet they're like talented or yeah. like they're, you know, they're charming or they're good looking and they're the educated and they're, you know, doing these great things like for the world or whatever. They're humanistic or they have run a nonprofit or they have their. Studio, whatever it is, I mean, they're not loser dudes, but it's just like they're just so narcissistic, and I don't know if it's because they think, "Hey, well, I sur- I'm a, su- I'm a survivor, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and therefore, now I'm this like god." Yeah, you know? maybe they now need I an I have this, like, god complex, yeah. and it's just <laughs> all about them. And what happens too is like I'm not the only woman that might be interested oh, in no. them. These guys right? are hot, so, hot commodities. Yeah, they're hot commodities, and all of a sudden now they're like in their thirties right they're looking nice and you know they kind of have it together and all of a sudden it's all like ah, the flock comes yeah. in and all of a yeah. sudden I'm like, I'm thinking, dude and i'm like wow like i just feel so unspecial right now you know like well but i had something else in sucks. cycle that so mm-hmm. another
0: different friend this guy is in his 30s though so, um this is something okay so this is what he said to me it was so fascinating so I was going to set him up with someone and they went on like they had their first coffee and then like nothing else happened. So I said, hey, what's up? You know, you're going to like hang out with this person again or what? I asked him. He's like, well, let me actually I, I'd like to talk, pick your brain about being single. So I spoke to him on the phone and it was so fascinating what he said to me. He said, you know, I don't really commit to a second date. Because I feel like women these days, um, they, they, they don't want to, they want to, like, get married. They, 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 they're on this, like, timetable to get married. And that's a lot of pressure for me for that second date. And also, <laughs> uh, and also I have this fear, he says, this is very, he was very authentic and genuine. So it was fascinating to hear. He so I have this fear that, um, that if I spend my time with this one person, I might be missing out on something better. Which is the perception that a lot of my girlfriends that, that like, they feel like these guys have this feeling. So it's so fascinating to hear it from the from his mouth that that is a real fear that these guys
2: have like this abundance of fear options. of missing out. FOMO. Yes, it's a FOMO. <laughs> you know what? I, all I can say is that when I've come across guys that make without they don't say that but make me feel like they're waiting for something better. Mm-hmm. I just let it go and I'm like, yeah, right because exactly, what what else are you, you know, unless you're like really want to date like a pageant queen or like, you know, Maxim model or something like that. Well then fucking go ahead. But like, I really doubt that you'll get that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not saying I'm like this miss all like whatever, but like, I think I'm a good catch, you know? And, I'm a lot of fun and I'm educated and, you know, I've traveled the world and I have a great personality and I have a lot of friends and a great family. So it's like, what? what More are you looking, you know? Like, I'm not even saying the guy's got to be, like, super rich because I'm in it to, like, build something together. But, you know, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. You know, like, for example, one of my... I was out in New York recently. One of my friends wanted to hook me up with someone. Um, He's like, oh, you know, but he's... He's in his he's younger than you. He's I'm in my mid 30s and he was in his younger 30s. And then, you know, it's just, you know, guys in their 30s, they're just not, you know, ready yet. You know, I'm like, so, so I'm like thinking to myself, so what am I, su- who am I supposed to date? Someone in their 60s? Someone yeah. like, <laughs> okay, like, I'm like, ready now to settle down when, like, and ha-
1: you to know. settle and have, down, And, six and feet have a kid, at, <laughs> have my first kid at
2: 60 and shit. Like, oh, and most people, like, have already, like, are at, like, grandparents. and then Now these fools are getting ready to settle down, like. You know, and, and one thing that I really want to tell guys is that, you know what? I'm sorry. You guys also have a biological clock, too, because... That's right. That's I'm sorry. right. I don't... Girl, they, you know, they, they say, you know, <laughs> who who wants to, like, you know, be a 60-year-old, like, dad to a 2-year-old? I don't think so. Like, get it together, guys. Yeah. You know Not what only I mean? that, but just the mechanics is what I was referring yeah, to. Yeah, the <laughs> mechanics. And then, like, you know, why, like... You know, it's just—it's not—like, they're not young soldiers anymore, homie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, the
0: funny thing is that this friend that was telling me this, he was kind of telling me as, like, an anxiety that he has. Like, he says it that he's not happy that this is how he feels. Like, he's, like, overwhelmed by the options and doesn't want to miss out on something better. And so it's so fascinating. So, yeah. I mean— I
2: I want to walk out of this hopeful, but it should be. (laughs) I don't know. Sometimes I wake up like, wow. Like, you know, for example, it was last night was Saturday night and I stayed home and I'm thinking to myself, why am I home alone? Like, why aren't I like getting asked out on a date or why don't I have, you know, a boyfriend to, you know, watch a movie with or like cook dinner with or you know, why am I home alone at like like why I shouldn't be feeling like an old hag? Like I've done everything <laughs> right. You know, you hear guys say like, "Oh, you know, you need this like ride or die chick and blah blah and it's like, well you oh, are that, but you am. still what get this." I, <laughs> like, you know so what? Like you just get taken for granted and like taken advantage of and I'm like, "What's wrong with these guys?" Oh, I don't yeah. I don't know. So I don't think I'm not going to sit here and give all kinds of hope because I'm not <laughs> I I guess the only hope is that there's some guys listening out
0: there and that maybe you need to realize that uh, this FOMO is just going to make you die old and alone.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? I think maybe we should develop your app.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Yes. So, uh, so you I have an app? Well, so, so a couple, of, a couple, <laughs> a couple of episodes ago, no, my, we pretended like if we had like a minute, million dollar idea and somebody could fund it. Mm-hmm. I think that there should be an app where like, it's, obviously there's a lot of dating apps where you could like promote yourself, but sometimes people don't speak the best way about themselves or very shy about it. It's just but so if, difficult. But if you had a friend, like a matchmaker, like a friend finding, connecting with your, like there's this guy that's supposed to be the right guy for you. And and he's too shy to make the move, but he might have friends. So like the friends would interact, the friends oh. would make it happen because they can speak about like more genuine yeah. about okay. you. Like they can they can tell you tell that friend like don't be a pendejo, ask her out, you know like so.
2: do no
1: me way.
2: She's knocking him upside I know. the head. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, She's about
1: to get the matraca.
2: <laughs> dun, dun, dun,
1: dun.
0: <laughs> so it's so funny. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know if we're, we're leaving any of our of our. But also, uh, uh, yeah, we asked our listeners like, what are your thoughts? And j- like, they all j- basically echo everything we mm-hmm. just said. That like, um, online dating is an abundance of options. So guys are not serious about like what the, what they want to say. That they say super confusing things like, I'm I'm not looking. I don't want to just hook up, but I'm also
2: not looking for anything serious. Like, what yeah. the heck does that mean? <laughs> like, look, I mean, the thing is, is that what guys need to you know. Look I mean dating is about eventually I mean if you're into it I mean eventually at some point someone's gonna want a lifelong partner in partnership Um, might come you might not have that urge sooner it might come later whenever people are different. But it's like, relax, dude. Like, I don't know you. You know what I mean? I'm still trying to get to know you, too. Like, I'm not yeah. in a rush. Oh, like, we know, the word you know for I'm this. not desperate here. So, you what know. Is it our friends and our relax.
0: Le- How does the, oh, the perfect word for this, for relax? It's uh, chilacate, right? Chilacate.
1: No, <laughs> no. chilakile.
0: Yeah, I think. See, I think chila that's quila, what it like, Chilaquilate. Yeah, Chilaquilate. Chila chila, chila Chilaquilate. Chila yes, <laughs> yes, because chill, Chilaquilate. To Ch- yeah. chila <laughs> all you guys out there, Chilaquilate, you're going to miss out on a great, like, getting to know someone amazing with this FOMO that you've mm-hmm. got. Just freaking, you know, and I get just, to know someone out there. I just think yeah. also
1: with, like, the the apps, you know, this whole, I mean, that just changed the dating world completely because, you know— you. The lack of making that effort, I think, is what is making people not really commit, yeah. and the fact that it's just right there at your fingertips, you know?
2: You know, I've been on, let's see, I've been on OK Cupid. I've been on a Harmony, a Coffee Meets Bagel, what? like on <laughs> Tinder, um, you know... Like obviously, I'm on all social media accounts, and I, you know, I hear these stories of you know I met my boyfriend, or you know I re- I listened to that podcast. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry yeah, you know, about you know, modern romance. Where people, you know, people are getting getting married and finding true love. They said like one in three new marriages now I have not, online. I have not mm-hmm. had any luck, and I think that there's just like when to me personally, the way I look at having all those options. Cause it goes both ways too. Right. I mean, I've heard that like some women just use those apps and they just go all ratchet out, you know, because, Oh wow. Now all these dudes. And <laughs> like, you know, I mean, some guys have told me some stories like, Oh yeah, you know, this it's just, like, women get like crazy and ratchet too, you know, online. So women have a lot of options too, but uh, me personally I find it a little bit kind of I'm f- meeting too many people that I just have really nothing in common uh, with yes. you know much of a stretch. so it's too much of a stretch and then a lot of the guys get lazy you Like some guys just all they wanna do is like text. Yeah text. Yeah, text yeah, the the biggest morph is like the communication too. It's like the texting. And you know what he did? After texting, this example, after texting for like a week to week, he texted me, Hey, why don't you come over tonight and let's cuddle? I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> like, pick up the I'm phone, like, man! Pick, pick up the a, phone. I don't even know how your voice sounds like. <laughs> yeah, Just, what if, what if text. you get over there and it's like David you Beckham swear. and his voice is all high you <laughs> 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 Or some guy seemed like like a real gentleman, and like we even met up, and like we had like one of those like morning hot chocolate, you know, coffee oh, that's like nice. little meetups. It was cute. And then, you know, whatever, I got busy. And then all of a sudden, whatever, he came up as like one of those, uh, you know, possible friends on Facebook. Oh, people you may know. Yeah, I guess it's all connected to my phone or something. I guess I still had his number. And all of a sudden, it's Mm -hmm. like. His his a picture of him with like a girlfriend. Oh my god! And I was like, oh wow, what a dog, dude! Oh, and here yeah, you are seeing like you're like Mr. Gentleman, and oh like and I love my parents, and I'm this great guy, and then. And then after that, he still hits me up again, you know, on the dating oh app. God. And I'm like, are you crazy? I already saw that f- picture of you on your Facebook profile. Like, you swear. Oh, and it's just like he's forced. gonna get a chancla. He's getting a chancla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's just these kinds of like like stories and you know, that and sometimes I'm just like, I don't know, like with with I mean, and it sucks because, like, I don't want to get discouraged, you know, because sometimes I figure, like, well, I'm kind of... I don't know what other options I have sometimes. You think, I mean,
0: okay, so uh, you, there's this podcast that I, you made reference to earlier. Uh, Season Sorry wrote a whole book with a social scientist all about, like, basically modern romance. Mm-hmm. And I think what I heard walk, walk away with is that it's good to get off the Internet soon so you're having actual interactions and to, like... Give someone a chance to go on three dates and actually like see if there's like chemistry and not to give up and not to um, let like the window of time between you've interacted go too far because then people just give up. Do you think there could be some strategies with this like in this modern age to try to like skip these losers?
2: (laughs) I mean, well, definitely, I think, well, number one, always follow your gut. Um, and number two, I think that after you date for, like, a while and you're really looking for someone to, you know, if you're really looking to partner up with someone as opposed to just, hey, I'm from out of town and I'm going to, like, join Tinder and just... Hey, you know, just meet a bunch of people and, you know, who knows? I might fuck some of them, you know, like whatever, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like just, you know, like that's just how it is. You meet like all these people. Hey, you know, I'm this like, you know, foreigner and I just I'm here to just make friends. So for them, they might just like, you know, love just wasting people's time by texting and texting (laughs) and texting and texting and texting until Whatever they decide to not be lazy and actually go out of their way to meet you in person, you know? Like get specific. Yeah. Basically that's the other thing. I away. So, but get, I the think guys if, if you're in it to really kind of I think to date seriously, then yeah, I think your gut instinct is to just kinda like really just not even bother experimenting with the what ifs or maybe he's not such a bad guy, or maybe he's cuter in person. It's just kinda you kinda have to know what you know what you your want. Time, right? what you know want. what you want and go for it, and, and don't waste anybody's time. It. Yeah. So, but some people are—they're happy wasting time. You know, there's people that are—you know one someone that I met, he um, had just gone through a divorce, so he's just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just here online, and you know, and I'm just trying to like meet as many people as possible. But he's raising young kids, so maybe he's just trying to get laid. I don't know. Oh, you know, I mean, so for him, yeah. just, like, like, just wasting people's time <laughs> and. <laughs> Fine with him, you know. It was so, it was so funny. Well, I mean, I, well, I guess we're not going to solve all the
0: dating, the struggles of dating Clearly. today. Clearly. And I think uh, we maybe we should have like a guy on the show get get, get the balance mm-hmm. and hear the other side of it. But if you all liked it, give us some of your thoughts. That'd be great to hear from everybody. And email us or tweet us or whatever. All the different things that you could do. Well, okay. So just to wrap up, yeah, uh, we do have some questions that we ask all of our guests.
2: Sure. So, uh, Luis, you want to ask?
1: Yes. So one of the questions we ask is, what is your favorite snack?
2: Ah oh, gosh. Avocado. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a healthy yeah, yeah. one. Yeah. That's a fresh snack. Just by itself, we've or do you put had. like olive oil, salt and pepper? She's like I, I defry it. Li- <laughs> 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 um, a little bit of um pink Himalayan sea salt. Oh yeah. And uh maybe a little bit of chili powder mm-hmm. and a little bit of limon. Very Damn. cool. That sounds great. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Yum. It's like
1: a really yummy snack
2: what
1: else uh, we then um, we also have a, uh, La Chancla La Chancla yes yeah. La Chancla so we have a segment called La Chancla so if you had um, the opportunity to throw La Chancla at something someone a concept who would get or what would get your Chancla so.
2: Donald Trump yes <laughs> <laughs> that guy. yes yes and the last guy that I dated but he's second he's runner up but Donald uh-huh. Trump yeah <laughs> they both get Chancla Ch- Chancla <laughs>
1: Perfect. And last, if you had a telenovela, what would the name of your telenovela be? Or if you were a character in a telenovela, what would the name of your character be?
2: Let's see. If I had a name of the telenovela... ah, uh, Gosh, I'm so not no, good that one's with so like, titles. Like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> um... Uh, La Bandida. La bandida. Uh, Ooh,
1: wow. I like it. <laughs> that sounds great. La bandida
0: yeah? is on Latino Rebels for sure. Yeah, that awesome.
1: goes, yeah, yeah. That's
0: awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. So much fun. It's been so much fun. Thank you so much for
2: having me. <laughs> yeah. nice All
0: right. <laughs> hey Luis, do you know how to support the Tamarindo podcast?
1: By listening? Duh.
0: Yeah, but what if you uh, haven't figured out how to listen to a podcast?
1: Then they should go on our Instagram and figure it out.
0: That's right, because you <laughs> you've made a video. It shows you all the steps to, to find the Tamarillo podcast. What if you're with a friend and you know they would like the Tamarillo podcast, but they don't listen to podcasts? What can you do?
1: Then they can pull their credit card out and give us some money.
0: No, I'm saying, well, that's one way. You can definitely support the way money. But take that person's phone and upload the Tamarindo podcast for them. Yes. Super easy. We want you to tell your friends about Tamarindo. And if you don't have any money to give us on our GoFundMe, which we accept donations, if you don't have money for that, but you also have time. Also known as
1: GoFundMyTacos. Go,
0: GoFundMyTacos. If GoFundMyTacos. If you have a little bit of time, just take two minutes and give us a review on iTunes. It helps other people will find our podcast we are totally independent we yes. don't have any big media behind us although we'll welcome yes. it
1: <laughs> so
0: help us be seen and tell someone about the Tamarindo podcast Woohoo! episode. Damn, we that did it was again. Intense. that was so much fun. All, all I can say is that man, dude, it's hard out there. It, it is, is hard out it there. Is. I
1: think we're we're very lucky um, yeah. that we have significant others, but it's mm. crazy, no? Like yeah. all these apps, all these like dating do's and don'ts, chales.
0: Chales, yeah. <laughs> chanclas for the dudes it sounds like. And
1: <laughs> speaking of chankles. <laughs> Who's ones? your chankle going to? Well, my chancla is going to my barber, styler, whatever, como se le llame, the person who cuts my hair. What happened? Um, because uh, he's moving to New York. Oh, no! Yeah. That's
0: like an important relationship, yeah, man. It you is. go all the time. It's
1: a very important, real, intimate relationship. He knows about my flat head. He knows how to cut my hair so it doesn't look like I have a flat head. <laughs> and so now I... Ya no sé qué hacer. estoy como estresado does he, uh, have,
0: he, does he have a good recommendation for you or a lead? Uh,
1: he doesn't. He wow. doesn't, which which kinda sucks. But um so anybody out there? Anybody out there por favor?
0: <laughs> that wants help to cut my your hair. Flat head.
1: <laughs> 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 who's your chanclazo going to?
0: Oh my gosh, who's my chancla going out to well, I mean I guess just in honor of who we talked about today, it sounds like the dudes, the dudes got get it together in a dating world. Chanclas to them. Yeah. Or if you if you're a dude out there that's got your your own stories about the the challenges of dating, let us know. Tamarindopodcast at gmail dot com. Tamarindopodcast at gmail dot com. And also we we want to try a segment called ¿Qué pedo? Tell us your problems. We want to try it out. So try it. send us an email of your of your problems and maybe Luis and I can give you our advice. We are uh, we have zero certifications or expertise, but do it anyways.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we'll still tell you what to
0: do. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Pon tu un suéter. A